I do really like swearing, though. Hello, and welcome to Good Bad Show. My name is Andy. And I'm Matt. And this is a podcast where I test the limits of how specific an episode can get before Matt finds it boring. Mm, I thought we already got there with the airplane seat thing, but was I, that, really all I want to know is I want to know how long you can make the title. Was, that's was the air, that's, that's a good challenge. The challenge accepted. Was the airplane seat one more specific than the exact streetlight outside my window? No, it just came first. Like, I thought that was going to be the limits of where we were going to go, and little did I know we were going to go much, much, much further. We are going to talk about the, the lights outside your window. We were going to talk about that very specific dividing line within Penn Station. I just thought when we did the airplane th- seats, I thought, surely this is it. But no. Yeah, well, so, I, yeah, I guess you're right. We do a lot of specific ones. I'm hoping this one is specific and perhaps more relatable than, say, our episode about the streetlights in my exact neighborhood or the episode about New York Penn Station's little plastic divider between the uh, fancy people and the, the lay people. Yep. Because, I mean, if you haven't been to those places, you can't really empathize. This is a thing that is very specific, but I think everybody can, uh, can relate to if you, if you like music. Matt, let me ask you a question. Do you like music? I sure do. Yeah? You like to listen to music? Just all kinds. Just every kind, I'd say. Uh, I just like music in general, man. I just like, uh, sometimes I'm listening to country. Sometimes I'm listening to world music. Do you listen to country music? No, I'm trying to be that annoying person who's like, I like everything. And then those are the two examples that they give. I like very specific things, Andy. I don't like everything. Oh, see, in my high school, I remember specifically people saying, I like everything except for rap and country music. Those were the two... The two categories they would exclude from their holistic music taste. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the answer of everything. I think it's kind of annoying. I bet you have slightly more specific tastes than oh. everything. Oh, do I? Let's <laughs> talk about how specific we're going to get. So it's worth yeah. noting, we try and keep the show clean, you know, because for all of our children listeners, we have a, a big audience of children that really enjoy our opinions. Uh, hello, children. Also, the heavily religious yeah, ex- exactly. Too. The very devout uh, yeah. people that a huge you, Mormon following. I think people that also generally why, just uh, just don't like unnecessary swears, which I respect. Actually, that's you. you. If our following is you, that's just you. I think you don't like unnecessary swears. I don't. Yeah, you don't. I think you'd prefer. I think you'd prefer a well thought out thing than a bunch of curse words thrown in between. Sure, I do really like swearing though. Okay, I think it's. I think it's an artful thing. Hmm, good to know. Anyway, we can't talk about this thing that I want to talk about without using some swears. So, Uh-oh. Uh-oh, it's a blue episode. If you're not into hearing some swears, turn off the episode now. This is like when you hear uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan say the F word. You're like, oh my God, that put guy on, put even on knows how to do that? Now, your 3D glasses. I can't believe he even knows how to say those words. This is stunning to me. Is Jim Gaffigan the whisper guy that goes, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Is that Jim Gaffigan? Yeah, that's the, the one he's like. This guy on stage is da, ba, 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 ba. yeah okay. okay yeah odd pockets yeah I don't you think know. I don't think I've heard him swear one time I went to see him as a kid uh, well you know like a he, he was year a old. child and you went to see him yeah he was a baby and I was a grown up uh, I was like sixteen and he was like had just gotten famous for being on Comedy Central for and being a baby ju- people kept yelling hot pockets at him like like as if they're requesting a joke and oh that i mean that sorry, I can't get as if they were, sorry not as if they're requesting a joke as if they're requesting a song they were requesting a joke and i couldn't under i could not understand that like who okay this who entire hears episode a familiar joke this entire episode is who hears a familiar joke it is like i want to hear it again they're, i mean the shelf life is limited a song so, you can hear again a joke let it go tell we, me you haven't you jokes. haven't rewatched your favorite uh stand-up specials or comedy movies 
I have, I, know, I personally but, know you have rewatched Oh Hello uh, how many times? I mean, 12? But I think it's super rude to go to a live performance and request an old joke. It no, just I seems agree. insane. It's an insane thing to do. Yeah, this whole this episode is now about that and how it's objectively bad. Don't yell out jokes to comedians. That's not how you this works. You know the joke. If you know if you know the joke to yell it out, you know the punchline. It's already ruined for you. Let it go. Think I, about, I think about getting a new joke. I do remember that uh, Hillary and I saw Mike Birbiglia when he was at the peak of his uh, sleepwalk with me uh, fame. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think his movie had come out. It's a movie now, right? Isn't it a movie? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it was, I think it was at the peak of his, like, he had just gotten, like, real famous off of being on This American Life, but yeah. it was pre him, like, merchandising that whole thing and turning it into, like, a whole little branch of his career. Uh, yeah. And so the audience was just full of like basically people that had heard him on This American Life and wanted him to tell the one story he told on This American Life. And he did. He told it in the exact same way because he's a comedian. He practices delivery, right? It's not like it's spontaneous every time. <laughs> and everyone still lost it and was going nuts. And I'm like, y'all, this is the one part you heard. This is the one part you knew what was going to happen. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But you're not wrong that I will watch Oh Hello over and over again. And also, when I come up with a good joke, I like to repeat it. So... <laughs> There is that. It's special for you. Yep. Uh, Matt, have you listened to the musical artist, I think it's pronounced SZA? Uh, a couple of times, but it's not nothing that's stuck. Nothing S- that I've come back to a lot. SZA you're referring to, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I guess you're trying does, to make sure that it's pronounced SZA and not something it, else? It does you don't seem want to be sound pronounced, really dumb and wrong? It does seem to be pronounced SZA according to the Wikipedia pronunciation guide. I always uh, assumed it was like Rizza, like the Rizza and the Jizza. Like, why wouldn't it be like that? Because it's spelled the same way as the. That's RZA? kind of what I assumed too. And it turns out, I yeah. guess that is what it is. And it's short for either Sovereign Zigzag Allah or Savior Zigzag Allah. Apparently, in case hey, you're sure. in case you're wondering. Yeah, that was. I'm not going to dispute that. You could be making that up or not. Who knows? Anyway, I've been listening to her album Control a lot recently, which is her album from last year, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good album. You know, go listen to it. I'm not going to recommend the whole album. Uh, my favorite song on the album uh, is called Doves in the Wind. It features Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even mm-hmm. going to recommend the whole song, Matt. We're getting more specific <laughs> than that. Uh, I'm going to recommend... I'm going to recommend one line in this song, and you should really listen to it in context, but uh, this is one line in this song that has been sticking with me uh, for a long time, uh, because it's really just, I think, a really artfully done, kind of smart approach to a particular line. Uh, Have you heard the song before? Do you know off the top of your head? I have heard. I have heard it. I can't can't think of it. Like, I can't hum it in my brain, but I've definitely heard that song, because that sounds super familiar. I can even picture the artwork, the album on like spotify or something yeah she's sitting in like a big pile of computers in a field Mm, okay very millennial anyway uh the song the first time you hear and i i listen to a lot of rap music i listen to a lot of rap music with what i think many people would consider like objectionable subject matter or lyrics uh i i find myself i think i have i'm not very sensitive i would say to uh to kind of you know adult themes and songs let's put it that way uh, sure. This song, the first time most people listen to it, I think you'll be a little bit caught off guard because uh, the song is about pussy, and they say pussy a lot. Like every other line in the song, it basically has the word pussy in it, and it is extensive. Uh, which you know, it, it's, it has a very particular vibe, uh, and the whole song is great. The you know verses, chorus, all really good. It's a, kind of this allegory where I think Cassiza is comparing herself to Jenny from Forrest Gump. Okay. Kind of, okay. uh, and there's some interesting samples in there, but 
Uh, and there was an amazing verse by Kendrick. Kendrick's amazing. Uh, but there's a particular line. Uh, so it's the, the third verse. So the first verse is SZA, chorus. Second verse is Kendrick. Uh, third verse is SZA again. And again, this whole song, they say pussy, I, th- I think I searched on the page 28 times in this song. Uh, so it's, it's in there a lot, in a relatively short song. And it's just there. You know, they say the N-word, all kinds of swears. Uh, and then <laughs> they get to uh, this line is, I know what you're really about. High key, your dick is weak, buddy. It's only replaced by a rubber substitute. We ain't feeling you. But the, the, the thing I want to point out, Matt, the choice I want to highlight in this episode is that SZA chooses to censor, to bleep the word dick in this line. Uh, so in this song where they're just repeatedly talking about pussy and saying pussy over and over again, uh, the one time they say dick, it's it's bleeped. It's like, you know, like a typical, you know, censored bleep noise. Yep. Uh, which can, can you guess why I love that? Like, I, I actually want you to go listen to the to the verse if you haven't, if you can't hear it in your head real quick. Uh, and okay. then and then kind of chime in because uh, I'm curious to know what you think about it. You can never trivialize pussy. But a bum nigga like you would try it. I know what you really about. High key, your f- is weak, buddy. It's only replaced by your proper substitute. We ain't feeling you. So, Matt. So, I listen. What do you think? What do you think of that moment in the song? That was fun. Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> fun. You've, you've thought about this a little bit more than I have. Well, yeah, uh, I'm not asking for you to, like, give me a doctoral thesis. I'm just curious to know, like, it's it's a it's a stark moment in the song and like on the yes. album too like it's it's the explicit version of the album yep. nothing else I think it goes without saying is censored so it yep. is like an artistic choice it's not you know some external force forcing her to censor this word obviously uh, so it, it stands out I think on the song and in the album uh, it, it definitely stands out because it 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 is uh it is within a context of nothing there's nothing like it right surrounded and you and wouldn't expect it and it's not like a hard song right like the the song is no. kind of like laid back it's got this nice beat uh it's not like it's like sharp and in your face so this kind of like really stringent sensor is uh you know very 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 stark as we said high it's contrast not one of these not one of these metal songs where they're intentionally making these screechy noises in the middle yeah yeah SZA is not throbbing gristle <laughs> sure so uh i i'm bringing this up because i think it is objectively good <laughs> and i think it's the really like for such a small moment in a song it has so much impact mm-hmm. uh and to me first of all like just shallowly aesthetically uh it's kind of has the same like you know how sometimes uh swear words are funnier if they're in a comedic context if they're like bleeped out uh yeah like, you know if you take someone's like comedy routine or like a, a sketch or something and it's got swear words in it and it's funny you watch yeah. it and it's funny but if you actually put in the sensors it's somehow funnier with them in like your brain completes the loop in like a funnier way or funnier tone of voice than you would like hear the actual swear in uh, sure or the like you know the the jimmy kimmel bit where he just bleeps words that don't need to be bleeped and it's even funnier because, that's also very good because you just fill in whatever you want i feel like it's a little bit closer to that where you know, it's like it's like the opposite of uh, blurring women's nipples on Instagram and men get away with it. We're gonna we're gonna bleep out dick and we're gonna leave every other we're gonna leave everything else in there. I don't know. Is that is that your take on it? Is well, that so, what it is? Well, so so shallowly, like this has a little bit of that going for it. Not in that it's funny. I don't think it's a, a comedic line. Uh, that may it's meant to have a little bit of like a, a not a sarcasm, but a little bit of like a, a bite to it. But I think mm-hmm. it actually like it sounds somehow more profane than the rest of the song. 
in that it is bleeped out, right? Like, yeah, sure. Uh, like it makes the the line, the, the the delivery of the line feel so much more like hard edged than than the rest of the song by virtue of the fact that it's bleeped. If it wasn't bleeped, I think that line would just kind of keep rolling on by like every other line in the song. Yes. Uh, so on a shallow level, I think it's interesting artistic choice. It's an interesting artistic decision in that it like changes the perception of that line uh, by the virtue of like adding that sensor, changing how your mind kind of feels in that gap. Uh, I also am like kind of struck by the fact that for all of the rap music I've listened to over, over the years, I can't really recall another time where an artist has intentionally played with that tool, right? Like used a sensor intentionally. Uh, you know, it's a thing that clean versions of songs sometimes have, although nowadays the more common thing is to actually just put a different word in there to like skip the word completely and just have blank space and hear like the background beat or music. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you know, it's a thing that for being so ever present, I feel like most uh, artists haven't played with maybe specifically because, uh, they're concerned that it wouldn't be read as an artistic decision, but it'd be read as something imposed after the fact by some, you know, uh, governing body or something. Uh, right. So I, I, I give it credit just for using the tool in a new way that I've never heard before and doing so very effectively because like, like I said, it doesn't really change the way that line is, is perceived. Uh, and then I just, I love it like uh, like conceptually too because, you know, the whole song is like, it's really, it's a celebration of sexuality, right? Specifically female sexuality uh, mm -hmm. or not to say female, I mean, anybody that has a pussy, it's their sexuality. Uh, so... It's, it's a celebration of this thing, and it's, it's intentionally trying to, like, destigmatize it, I feel, uh, or at least, like, you know, condition you. I, mean, I think the repetition of the word pussy over and over again uh, is, is very intentional, obviously, in the songwriting. I don't think it was just, like, she wrote a song and got to the end and was like, oh, I guess it says pussy a bunch. That was an accident. Uh, <laughs> like, that, to me, also seems like a clear artistic decision. And it's so, I think it's, like, the song, to me, is in some ways a celebration of that and the celebration of that, like, femininity, and then the sort of act of censoring the only line in the song uh, that has really anything to do with male sexuality uh, is, I think, very... Uh, it, it's, it draws a line, right? And it says, like, uh, you know, we're specifically focusing on pussy in this song. We're not even going to talk about that other thing. Uh, <laughs> and, and I also kind of read it as, like, you know, rappers specifically talk about their dicks so much. Like, it's, like, so ever-present in rap music uh, that, you know, we're going to specifically, you know, censor it out of this song. Like, you know, we had to include it because it just happened to, like, fit the rhyme scheme, and it was something we wanted to talk about, like, to complete the sort of couplet, but this song is not about that. Uh, and so we're not going to, we're not going to like, kind of include the word, um, which I thought was a very interesting interesting decision. Uh, so... So yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it, uh, and I think the like result is just extremely successful. And like I, that line, it's it's like you know, it's like your favorite drop or your favorite little hook. I look forward to it every time I listen to the song for that like delivery and that sensor. And it's just like really kind of powerful for me. I was looking up other examples of songs that had an intentional bleep or like sensor in them, and this actually I found I stumbled across one a Vince Staples song from the Black Panther soundtrack, and it's Gotham Streets all play the bleep, and the genius explanation is, the bleeped out word here is Riddler, since he's the Batman villain <laughs> whose name best fits, fits the rhyme scheme. Black Panther is a Marvel intellectual property, and since Riddler is a DC character, there may have been some licensing issues which required the character's name to be censored. Wow. So anyway, I don't know if that's, that's not the same intentional choice that you're talking about, but... Uh, well, interesting. I mean, both That's Kendrick and SZA worked on the Black Panther soundtrack. I wonder if sure. they were working on these things at similar times and, you know, maybe similar ideas popped up. Uh, maybe. 
But yeah, and the other thing I want to note too, which is interesting, is that it's not actually the only time that the word dick appears in the song. It appears in one other verse, specifically in Kendrick's verse, uh, in a line where he says, how many times she got to tell you that dick is disposable? And that is just, you know, in the song, not censored, like just kind of normal. And I actually had to like, I went looking for it when I was preparing for the episode, preparing for the episode in giant air quotes as if I prepare for this. But, you know, I, I searched to make sure, is this actually the only instance of the word? And it's not. Uh, he says it in a, in a line. And, you know, it bled so far into the background for me, like I so didn't notice it that I didn't even realize it was in there until I specifically looked for it, uh, which is also interesting to me that like this really highlights the success of this particular line. And obviously, I think if they bleep both, it would kind of ruin it, right? It becomes a cheap trick at that point uh, to do yeah. it twice. But doing it the one time, you know, right there, two-thirds of the way through the song, uh, it's just very, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's just, it's a brilliant little moment that uh, I just want to highlight because, you know, I think getting really detailed about things is oftentimes more fun than talking about things broadly. So yeah, that's my thing for this week. Objectively good line about high key, your dick is weak, buddy, in SZA's, in SZA's song, Dubs in the Wind, from the album Control. This is, uh, this has come up, okay, so more history on use of the bleep. Uh, and it basically all sends from Kendrick. There's another song, an Absol song on the Black Panther soundtrack. It says, Killers on the Plow, still jugging off a lick. Still uh, uh, still with a double for his bleep. And the, the genius annotation for this is, the line is censored, therefore cutting out what the criminal is stealing and what it's for. Soul doesn't want to give details of his criminal activity, regardless of, of whether it's about himself or not. TDE has used similar tactics, such as Kendrick's track on uh, Mad City. So anyway... It basically, it all comes back to Kendrick, Andy. Anything, anytime somebody uses a bleep intentionally uh, in a context that doesn't require it, it's Kendrick's fault. Wait, what song on Good Kid, Mad City is bleeped intentionally? Mad City. Oh, I'm going to listen to that. I can't remember. At the same burger stand where beep hang out. uh, Oh, right, 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 right. Yep. Yeah, that is in there. Yeah. Huh. So I wonder how much Kendrick had to do with this. I mean, he is not the producer on the track, uh, and it's not his verse, but... Did, yeah. he, did he suggest it? Did she use it because she was inspired from a previous thing? Did she coincidentally do it anyway? And we're just, we're just tying things together. Don't, don't actually tie together. <laughs> and we're just giving the one man involved in the track credit for the thing that the woman did, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know who go. did it. But you who know, did who, this thing, who could be smart brilliant. enough to do this thing on the track? The guy, right, Andy? Is that what you're Clearly. trying to say? <laughs> uh, anyway, whoever's responsible for this decision... Hats off to you. It's great. Uh, really love it. And the whole album is really good. I, I, you know, I think you should check out the album if you haven't, because this is a small example of the kind of thoughtfulness that is put throughout the, uh, the album, which I really like. It's a good, good album. It's a really great song. It's definitely the best song on the album. Oh, it's so good. I'll listen to it as soon as we're done here. All right. Crank it. 